My name is Dr. Kevin Peter Hickerson. Welcome to the show. Uh, I'm here with Jimmy O. Yang and so, soon to be joined by Griff Pippen. Uh, Jimmy, you just started Silicon Valley, the season from Ramir, Yeah. Uh, and you were on episode two, and it was so hilarious. That Thanks, man. The one of the top. Bit. Yeah, the, oh. the episode two was one of the t- of this season. Season four was one of the best. I've There's going to be so a, funny. a lot more with that plot line of me and TJ and the octopus app. And so that's we'll good. See how oh, you posted on your Facebook, so I knew the punchline for that seed. Oh, because I was, I was like, live just... tweeting it. That's yeah, the problem. Yeah, see, I saw the, I saw the punchline of that thing. Yeah. Where, and I knew the whole time. When he, well, we can't say because we'll ruin it. But when yeah. he said the word that was yeah, supposed yeah. to be it, I was like, oh, that's what that meant. That's what the tough. octopus <laughs> Yeah, it's tough because like, you want to live tweet. HBO wants you to live tweet also. Yeah, it was so funny, though. But, so. you know, you kind of give away certain things but yeah i'm really stoked about the season there's a lot more jing yang and there's a lot more ancillary stuff like i just wanted um to do this vr thing so mm-hmm. there's like a vr experience of so users can walk through the hacker house and uh there's certain things like like jing yang would keep ca- prank calling you if that's you awesome that. yeah, yeah. So, oh so, so, so there's a lot of different things going on oh uh, like, like an fun. app this is actually going to be an app for yeah, real? it's actually gonna wow uh that's yeah awesome. yeah yeah wait Dude. what which one the the VR one is the it VR in the show one. app or is it well the VR the... one is just like a user experience it's not like mm-hmm. a Pipe Piper app it's just you, the user can like walk through yeah but it's actually gonna be a thing that people can download that's awesome yeah so it's a lot of cool stuff like that's gonna happen that's like Star Wars level co marketing right there I know right sure. we, they got a great you're marketing also doing a, a new show uh, or can you talk about that stuff the yeah one you're for doing sure in Malaysia that's couple amazing. things um, shooting this right now I just started yesterday called El Camino Christmas. Uh, it's coming on Netflix, a movie. Um, Jessica Alba is my uh, uh, scene partner. She's great. I mean, she hasn't, hasn't she's aged okay. a year. And I, I mean, dude, okay. I had such a crush on her in high school. Yeah. Yesterday, I met her for the first time, whoa, whoa. and I was like really just trying to not freak out. It was really nice. You're doing a movie with Jessica Alba? Yeah, and that's Griff yeah. Pippen, and, yeah. and he still showed up. Yeah, he still, he's still, show- he's still after, on the show. Are you hungover, dude? How hungover are you? Not at all. Not at sure. Not at all, sure. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I have charcoal. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, Griff, you're interrupting me when I'm talking about myself. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so El Camino Christmas. <laughs> maybe coming out on Christmas this year. And then Crazy Rich Asians. That movie, I'm doing that in Malaysia. Which is so. going to be like an autobiography at some point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty crazy. much. It sounds like that's what's going on. <laughs> it's going to be fun, want, man. If you get a boat, please have a party and invite me on the boat. That oh, yeah, awesome. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, I want to say, please tweet us if you love this episode. Uh, go and rate us on iTunes. Please share it with our friends. This is the only thing that causes the show to keep going. What are you up to, Griff? What are you doing? <laughs> I got a big show May 23rd at the Hollywood Improv at 10 p.m., uh, and the the lab, so it's a comedy game show. Check it out. Get tickets. They're only five bucks. We got some studs on the show, like Orny Adams and Fahim Anwar. So mm-hmm. come check it out. I would have Jimmy if he didn't quit comedy, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't well, done he's... comedy in like three months. So. But, but he's happier. And I, bet you're a lot, I bet you're a lot happier. I am. I am. <laughs> yeah. Like I was just telling Kev before we started, mm-hmm. it when used you... to be I used to be super depressed if I go on one week without doing stand up. Now I feel great. It's like I I <sighs> kicked this drug. Yeah, yeah, you know, not a surprise. Stand-up was like my methadone. It's I'm funny going. you mentioned the one-week like period. That's where it hits me the most. The one mm-hmm. week between shows is really, that's the time. You do one show a month, though. <laughs> what are you talking about? And I'm feeling better. I'm feeling better. <laughs> <laughs> talking to people about dark matter and neutrinos can be funny. Surely you're joking. Hopefully, yes. 
What a wonderful universe. Our guest today uh, is a good friend of mine, a uh, fellow postdoc at one point, I think at the same time, I can't quite remember, at a Caltech. Uh, he works at JPL. He works on a variety of experiments he's going to tell us about. Uh, one of the most exciting ones that I'm most excited about is the James Webb Telescope, Space mm -hmm. Telescope. Mm -hmm. but really, it's going to, well, he's going to tell us more about it, but we've talked, mentioned a little bit in the past, the show. Anyway, please welcome to the show. Dr. Christian Stone. Oh, hey, we got oh, it kind of oh. right. Yeah. That I, was I do super see easy. The, yeah, the clapping really does help. I yeah. <laughs> now you feel welcome. I do. Like, okay. uh, <laughs> do you guys ever shut up and let me talk? Yeah, no, just keep uh, clapping. That's, that's You're the first name Kevin didn't mess up, my guy. Yeah. But he kind of, he was a Christian <laughs> Stone. That takes a really long time it's to say. It's performance it anxiety. It really is just like my the whole name-making part of my brain shuts oh, you down. You should see his yeah. act if you think this is bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I almost did, actually. <laughs> so, uh, Christian, you work yeah. on James Webb. Uh, I used to. Even though it's not in... It's a, oh, you know it's been kind of, yeah. Oh, we so just, uh, I was for the exciting part, I guess, that was okay. there. Because um, so it, it has not been launched yet. It has not been launched. It's supposedly going to be launched in 2018 mm -hmm. Sure. Mm -hmm. So yeah. um, About when this podcast blows up. So. Right. <laughs> right, right. That's probably because of it. Yeah. So, just to remind people about it, it the James Webb is a is a kind of like a replacement for Hubble, although it's yeah. it doesn't do the same thing in that it, it it's in a different wave band. Right? Yeah, yeah. So so, it's, so it's, it's more. I think like uh, has like four ish uh, detectors on it. Uh, one of them is like the one that I was working on primarily was called Miri, which is like the mid infrared uh, detector. So the mm -hmm. cool thing is that like I guess if you think about just to kind of put it in like a perspective or whatever um so i don't know 10 15 years ago so something like that there was a uh, mission called spitzer that went up there and that was mm -hmm. the first time that an infrared detector had gone up into space now mm. the reason and that there, uh, that's a well, go ahead there's more uh, stuff in the infrared there's more information right. there right things I mean, we haven't really seen before because we just cool. i mean we pick light originally because our eyes are pick light but that's, that's kind of selfish our, right <laughs> well i mean it's because evolutionarily our sun gives off of range and it's not mm -hmm. surprising that our eyes are designed to mm -hmm. look at that range and if you look at like the sensitivity of the human eye it like almost matches the you know the the spectrum of of the sun yeah and like green things really sensitive to green there's a lot of plants maybe not in southern california hmm. but plants are apparently green right right yeah the whole universe isn't like that there's stars of all kinds of right. temperatures yeah yeah so so uh going back to this uh spitzer thing mm -hmm. so the first time that we had one of these infrared detectors and we like, you know, you, you can't really do it on the earth because of the atmosphere. It's kind of like looking, trying to look at something like a star with a telescope made of light bulbs. That kind of thing, like it's just mm. you, everything's our radiating, is giving off infrared, right? right? And then because we're on the, the cold end of it, and yeah. by cold I mean we're we're separate mm. from the sun, so the light is coming. But you know, once it becomes trapped on Earth, it turns into yeah, and I think like right? the astronomers have like ways of like kind of fiddling with a little bit, but you can't really do a good job. So um, the idea do is you, to get past the atmosphere. Just so, a quick yeah. question: uh -huh. So uh, when light coming in and then gets trapped in by in the form of infrared, do you guys have to tiptoe around that when you're describing it for telescopes because it's a hoax when it happens to uh, to light from the sun? Uh, caused by greenhouse gases do you have to like edit the paragraph oh yeah yeah big black markers yeah, just like this just is, yeah. this part <laughs> is just to make the telescope work but other than that it's not true please give us money outside of that yeah. <laughs> so it's still an image that we get it's not just like a graph of information yeah right? well a lot of it's like you know it might be only in like one you know you know, one wavelength or two wavelengths, you know, something like that. So, so the colors might be wrong, like false colors. Yeah, yeah, they'll be false color. But he's asking, the sensor is still a, a picture. Yeah, it's still, it's still using optics it, and it, stuff it, like it's that. Infrared yeah. is a predator. 
vision, right? Yeah, yeah. Just, just <laughs> thank you. There you go. Yeah. James Webb, the Predator yeah, Telescope. Yeah. That's how we should have yeah, lobbied the for funding. Scope. Yeah, you right. want funding, call it the Predator Scope. Uh, yeah, but it still has a mirror, right? But it's like way bigger it's than huge. Hubble's. So actually, I mean, Hubble's was already big. I think it was like it, two meters across. Yeah, I think, so, pretty I think seven feet, yeah. something like that. Yeah. 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 So you could like lie down on the Earth. <laughs> I just got that. You could lie down on the Hubble mirror, basically. Yeah, it's like human size right yeah. um, but this other one's like way bigger yeah right? so this one's like i think the the frame to hold it is like 40 feet it, it's huge oh, how big is that how big is that lens um so basically instead of one mirror it has 18 hexagonal mirrors Whoa. that are about five feet in you know around diameter Be- because in the end the diameter is kind of set by rockets right i mean yeah yeah so everything uh, has to fit in a, a tiny little fairing that's 40. Oh. so I mean, it's, it's kind of like origami out uh-huh. Over, I think there's like 180 different like things that have to be done to open it up all the way, and, and there's wow. really cool. Which are totally all going to work. I'll post some YouTube wow. videos of that. I saw that origami thing. Yeah. Like a physicist, a scientist guy, the rocket scientist guy, he's super into origami, and that's how he uses mm-hmm. to, to like fold out the yeah, satellite. Yeah, it keeps going, uh, and, it, and it's all going to be like packed up. And I think uh, Northrop is the one that's won the contract to build it. So it's kind of one of those weird joint ventures between ESA and NASA because it's it's also was ESA's European space yeah space agency, agency. and mm. uh, it was supposed to be like you know one billion dollars like fifteen years ago and now it's yeah we don't necessarily know all your, your nine billion oh, wow. yeah, that's a big yeah your tax dollars that weird yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it, uh, I've mentioned this on the show before too but it, uh, it was very controversial because it took a huge chunk of the science budget right what and is the science budget first by the way like a majority of not it not very much not yeah. a majority I think, but like half. But I mean, wow. you cut. Damn. The problem is, most projects on a science budget are very small. Mm-hmm. So it's always a very tough decision when you do this kind of thing because you're putting a lot of money in one yeah. big experiment that everybody agrees is it important. Work, yeah. But well, you're canceling like a hundred other experiments. Yeah. And so there's always a debate between, you know, faster, cheaper, better, which is a thing that NASA uh, JPL tried for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, there's a lot of people who are that they've been working on an experiment and they're excited that theirs is so cheap and it's frustrating to get cut off mm-hmm. that block when yeah, but now it's too have... big to fail. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that actually is one key to doing this is like you do get this too big to fail thing is that shit when your experiment is too cheap it almost can be canceled more easily because yeah, it actually exactly. goes slower mm-hmm. and that people don't sense. care about it and it doesn't have a lot of vested interests yeah. and politicians yeah. aren't going to be caring about it because nobody knows about it. Well, so. <laughs> This is like the star player of the, our science budget. What is so special about it that, uh, like, what does it do that the Hubble can't? Well, so since it has this infrared scopes and stuff like that, like, it, it will be able to see so much farther, so much bigger, all this kind of stuff. And, and Hubble already yeah. sees the farthest the telescopes yeah. ever yeah. seen. Is this going to be a record or no? Yeah, it's, I, I'm, I'm guessing so. I mean, well, like, I mean, I, isn't I don't know. I don't, I, do you study cosmology? Or is this no, thing? Okay. I'm not even well, an astronomer. It's I, great. I mean, I, I know Hubble sees very far away galaxies, and we know, we've known ever since Mr. Hubble, Dr. Hubble like, made the discovery. You can see Tatooine with uh, Hubble, right? Right. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's a galaxy far, far, far away. away. You can. Uh, there's one galaxy. I think the furthest one they found was 13 billion light years away, which is pretty amazing. That's mm-hmm. almost billion light years. Yeah, I mean, the just to give you an idea, that's so close to the the edge of what we can see, the the apparent horizon, of the, mm. uh, which is thirteen point eight billion light years away, because that's when the Big Bang occurred. So, that's really far away. I, I know maybe I'm wrong on that age. We'll worry about. But there's a there's a major obstacle looking at galaxies when you look at them that far, which is that 
they get redshifted. In fact, this is what Hubble's major discovery was right here in Pasadena, mm. is that he noticed that galaxies further away were more and more redshifted because they're moving away from us. Redshifted? So yeah, redshifted mm -hmm. means that everything that would be uh, white light here on Earth, uh, you would see in a telescope far away, it would appear red. And the, that happens with objects that are moving away from you. It's, it's a result of the Doppler effect. So the same thing that happens when an ambulance go, goes by, when it's coming towards you, that's called blue shifting because it, it shifts to the blue shorter wavelength. Hmm. So you like, you always hear it like, nee -doo, nee -doo, nee -doo, that it goes by and it goes, nee -doo, nee -doo, nee -doo, nee -doo, hmm. like that. That's Is that one the of your lines shifted. in the play last night? <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> So well, well, we're also are we? I I might be dumb for saying, but we're looking into the past, right? Because it's yeah, so far yeah. away. So you're looking into the past, and you're looking into a thing that is approaching, moving away from you at the speed of light. And the boundary of the visible universe is that boundary where they appear to be moving the speed of light. We can't see past that, even though the current observable universe is actually seventy billion. Uh, sorry, uh, forty billion miles in in diameter. Uh, like here's in diameter, not miles. Um, we can't see past the last. Uh, we can only see the first light that was ever given off, by that, but it gets dimmer and dimmer and redder and redder. And so a lot of that stuff is in the infrared. And Hubble is kind of limited oh. by its ability to look at those things because it doesn't have the sensitivity at that that area. We can see the nearby stuff fine because a lot of that's white light. Although there's tons of information that's nearby that's yeah, also sure, in yeah, infrared. Yeah. It, I'm just trying to think on a scale of how far away 13 billion light years is. Let's say this far. is a scale. It's here's far. Earth and here's the sun. I mean, how far away? Let's if you were oh, to put like, it, this is like great outside. podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody yeah. can yeah. see yeah. anything. Yeah. 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 We'll explain it. We'll explain it. Yeah, Alex. Let me. I think. Let me take a stab at it. Like. Griff, here's your career now. Yeah. <laughs> here's 13 billion light years. Yeah. Here's success. Yeah. Okay. I have 14. All right. You see this parents' <laughs> audience? Yeah, yeah, so, so, right. so, so there's awkward. a quarter and then another quarter an inch away. That's Earth. And then where would uh, that be? Like, oh, all the way in, like, Oregon or something? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Far away. Yeah. <laughs> see, that's a great <laughs> metaphor. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, you know, that's, that's the cool thing about not being an astronomer. I want to divorce! <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah. So, it also, it's... Uh, so, Hubble is really close to Earth. Like, you know, and they even, like, went and serviced it because they screwed up on something earlier. Mm -hmm. You know, something like that. But, um, but yeah, the, the James Webb Space Telescope is going to be, like, five times the distance from the Earth to the Moon out farther. Wow! Um, so, it's kind of like one of those things where... There are these weird, like, gravitational, like, saddle points and wells. Oh, yeah. We talked about Oh, those. cool. Okay, yeah. so if I say the, the L2 points, point. Yeah. Uh, okay, so it's going to be the L2 point, which is basically, a, like, a weird, like, gravity saddle point mm -hmm. where it, it doesn't take as much, like, juice to kind of keep it in that area because it's going to be orbiting around that area way out there. Mm -hmm. So we're not really going to be able to service it. But what actually is kind of cool is that they put in the design somewhere to, like, grab onto it in the future in case they ever... Because we might be able to go there. You never know. Yeah, like a it's tether or no, no, just like a, like a <clears throat> so a spaceship. Or, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh like wow. A robotic okay. ship or even astronauts. I mean, it's not. It's not out of the question that we might be able to service it, even though that's never happened. We haven't done that in ever before. We'd probably also crazy. Something. Yeah, huh. yeah. But we we do have the, the space launch system that is funded. Uh, we have Orion, which is a capsule that's space funded. We also have Elon trying to do that also with his mm -hmm. Dragon capsule. So. Um, Orion Dragon has capsule. already gone much f has gone further than the moon uh, and is the first uh, in 
not an object with astronauts in it, but the first <laughs> object that could hold astronauts to do that since the Apollo program. And oh. they're, they're, right now the plan is to jump ahead to the next launch in 2018 to actually have astronauts in it. They were going to do a, another uh, safety launch, but mm. the astronauts just trust the technology enough that they want to... They want to do it. It's and a lot these, of trust. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what are we hoping to see with this? What are we hoping to discover? Everything. Oh. Yeah. Well, so, I don't know. Is I mean, there any specific never... thing that you guys have on your agenda that we want to find? Another Amy Adams movie. Probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm actually not too sure. I mean, that's kind of one of those things where, like, the, the guy, like, for example, in, in my group adjacent or whatever there's a guy who's been when this thing will go up and finally collecting data he would have been working on this project for like 20 years wow as like the scientist type mm -hmm. person so. so you're saying we should have had him as a guest yeah <laughs> he's really funny. cool <laughs> kevin's been working on getting an act for 20 years and he still hasn't yeah. gotten it it's amazing um but, but, yeah, well, but cool. look the, i think it's really important to realize hubble is even now making amazing discoveries i don't think anyone knew it would be that successful i mm -hmm. didn't think that as a kid and that's still going is, that was have you seen those like time-lapse videos of like nebula kind of moving around oh the dicaprio narrated hubble 3d oh. imax oh, okay. movie so. it's one of my favorite movies it's incredible <laughs> even trump talked about hubble at one time have you seen that it's, it's surreal it's, 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 it's the absolute biggest and yeah. the best yeah, it's yeah, tremendous. yeah, yeah. It's tremendous it's, uh, like he goes on this long thing yeah. it's like huge. they took they took the satellite and looked at the darkest spot in the sky, he is. He, I, you guys gotta watch wow. this. Wow, huh. I'm sure it's totally yeah. accurate. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah. should totally have him doing quotes on well, our show all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's definitely reading it. It's a lot like his book report on Andrew Jackson. It's a lot like that. He's like, My report on Hubble. <laughs> <laughs> so, wh what's like the holy grail? Like, if we see through infrared, like a planet well, that's water somewhere, or what, what's well, the holy okay, grail? Okay, so, so for example, oh. when, when I was a postdoc at, uh -huh. at JPL, the um, the project I was working on was called the is a quantum capacitance detector, which sounds really cool. Awesome. Yeah, it's, it's really, really smart. Cool. Quantum capacitance, yeah. another good EDM. Right, yeah, right. Uh, it'd be, it'd be great. Your noise floor. Um, yeah. We've seen them Friday. <laughs> but yeah, so so this thing, like hypothetically, well, theoretically, um, once it, if if well, say when it goes out into space and it's starting to collect data and stuff like that, like it will be. Like even in the lab, it was about a thousand times more sensitive than anything here for like say far infrared. Mm. Um, and so that means that you can look out into space um, if you had one of these things in space uh, and you can start seeing these galaxies as they are forming from like, I don't know, things like because of all the redshift and all the calculations mm. stuff like that, it's like something like 12.5 billion years ago. You know, wow. like it's, it's pretty much as far back as you could go Right after the Big Bang, and you you can't really go. Back yeah. So, so by the so, way, this this awesome. oldest galaxy mm. that Hubble took, I I need to stress like, it if you look at the picture of it, it's a red blur. Yeah. So I think the goal is like let's get an image of whatever that like we mm. know those targets are there, we know those galaxies are there, but all they could do was just you know this is like the the it's. It's like a little blur the way Galileo looking at the, you know, the... Or Pluto, for example, yeah, before Pluto. they, you know, yeah. mm -hmm. before mm -hmm. they flew by it. <laughs> yeah. uh, like, and it's not just infrared. Another big thing about this in telescope optics is just 
the bigger the mirror, the better. Because... That's why they have really cool names like the very large telescope. Right. Because okay. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> there's like two Bodie McBoatface. <laughs> yeah, that would have been cool. That's what... So there's two really important things that happen in telescope design when you go bigger, and th these are the two limits of a telescope. One is how much light it collects from a distant object, and that's a lot like a bucket. The you know the wider the object is, the more light it collects. So mm -hmm. and it's proportional to area because you can think of the the light coming from these objects is just random bullets flying through space and just the more you can collect of those and then focus on something the better but there's also this other part that uh is um helps it, that makes it difficult to resolve tiny objects so this isn't about just light collection this is even if you're collecting a lot of light and something's really far away it's very hard to resolve that into an image it still will be blurry because of the it's wave. not like those 90s fbm uh zoom in enhance yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. no yeah it's exactly it's exactly not like that because that information is on a quantum mechanical level, on a wave mechanics level, not available. And mm -hmm. that can be shown mm -hmm. mathematically, experimentally. You And it happens on a very fundamental level. So the, the photon doesn't, it, quantum mechanics is so weird. One of, the, one of the weird properties of it is that a photon hasn't actually picked a location even when it hits the mirror. I mean, it's not, even though we have this model of it as a point that then goes there, strictly speaking, it hasn't, uh, the wave, uh, wave function of this photon doesn't really have a location until it is detected in one of the detectors, which is a very mind-blowing fact, mm -hmm. but it's, uh, it's one of the things that, you know, made people realize quantum mechanics describes the world right. So <laughs> the only way to get around this is to have this very big mirror. And the bigger you go, the smaller you can resolve. And so, mm -hmm. you know, even when you're looking at something far away, you want it to be, you need a lot of light so that you mm -hmm. can get an image and you need it to be, uh, you know, have good resolution. Mm -hmm. You so, said, yes, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. You said there were like 180 steps to get this telescope. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> wow. if one of those goes wrong? <laughs> they won't go wrong. That's, that, that, that blows That's my mind. That's why we have the hook, I mean, guys. Yeah. When we were kids, there were two steps. You just pulled one tube out and the other tube and extend it, and there's right. 100. Like, what kind, yeah, of steps, like that. what kind of steps are involved in oh, this? Well, you know, like, so, so you basically have this thing little packaged up for this rocket fairing, and then like each one has to be like, okay, now we're going to open up like one bank of the... Uh, then the mirrors and then they'll open up the other bank of the mirror and then like the boom has to come out then the solar you know like I'm not doing it in order but basically like you know the solar panel has to open up because everything's like really really compact mm -hmm. so it's a uh, and then, a then there's these solar shields and everything yeah so, that's crazy yeah so basically that's like a so you know like mylar right what mylar you know, it's like spacey My looking balloons. stuff. Yeah, yeah, the shiny yeah, yeah. balloons. Oh, oh okay. yeah. Yeah, and you probably notice like spacecraft are always wrapped in it, like all over. Mm -hmm. You know, like it looks like somebody put aluminum foil on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so that's like a, yeah. It looks like a turtle <laughs> just got polluted in the ocean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So, so basically, that there's a big sea sheet of that. Sea, yeah, sea turtle. James Webb sea turtle. Space yeah. turtles. With space Odd trash. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so, so basically, they have this. Uh, the sun shield that's on the back there's actually five five layers and the thing has to like unroll and open up and like spread out to the size of like a what's it a tennis court or something like that wow. mm -hmm. and yeah, you said 40 meters it's like half a football field yeah for, for our american just, listeners just mirrors yeah it's it's pretty pretty that's, sizable um, but it start off like the size of a shipping container right so it's like i, I don't know what the small i mean like okay. but like, it, yeah, it, how small it goes is from it? it goes from something that fits in the the inside end a zone and then 
goes to the reason they have like five of these layers is that each one kind of blocks like 99.9% of the light coming from the sun for example so if you have like a bunch of these stacked together then a lot like a lot of light doesn't actually make it through or gets reflected and a lot of these I mean most of these at the end of the day is to kind of see closer and have a clearer image of how we came about right that's why we you know well, yeah, you're looking at these, happen. like, ideally, you're kind of looking at these galaxies that, like, are just forming. Or, in mm-hmm. some cases, I think there's, there's like, this, uh, I don't know, back in the day, there's there's a, a blob that they just couldn't see through. They're like, what is that? There's, like, there's just no stars. Well, it turns out that it was, like, actually a giant dust cloud. And so, by using infrared, they were able to, like, shoot right through it and be like, oh, hey, there's stars behind there. Who, who mm. um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so, like, there, there's, so there's so a lot that you stuff can see. that looks dark, there is stuff in yeah, there. So, treasures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, going back to the whole, like, Spitzer thing, when they first put out this first infrared satellite out there you know they they went to calibrate they're like okay we're going to point it at a place in like i don't know the southern hemisphere we know there are no stars it's about you know the size of your your thumbnail at arm's distance and like so they pointed it there and the image that they got back was the entire area that they thought was going to be completely black was completely filled with galaxies that wow. had never before been seen before because they were surrounded wow. in dust. They were like these little dust clouds. Mm-hmm. This so, is a lot like the the Trump speech when he's talking. Oh yeah, they I should do more the darkest spot, the darkest. and there were and they found billions of gal- <sighs> galaxies. Billions, you know, <laughs> like my bank account. Billions. Oh. <laughs> oh man. That's depressing. Hey, uh, let's, let's talk about <laughs> the, let's talk about the science march. Did you go to the oh, science yeah. march? Oh yeah, yeah, that was that was fun. Yeah, yeah. some really clever science film. Or I went to the science march, but I was late. I had to oh. do I had to watch my kids before. But yeah. I brought yeah. a sign. Excuses. I brought a sign which uh, Owen kindly tweeted out for everybody. Hmm. Got me some exposure. I my sign was not very popular. I got a lot of oh, dirty right. looks. I was accused oh, of being a troll. It? Said I heart and then the the nuclear sign. Ooh, uh, a for lot radiation. of dirty, like a lot yeah, of dirty right. And a lot of people were like, like thought I was trolling or something. I, you know, I it kind of made me a little upset because I, <laughs> it was so ironic. I mean, like because I really consider fear, like a, you know, nuclear phobia, to be a fundamentally anti-scientific position, mm-hmm. and just the resistance I get from people on that, and and I felt like a lot of it, it was really politicized. I mean, it, like I know that when where oh, Bill Nye was march. in oh. watch what it's a science march. Yeah, for well, politics. but a lot of it wasn't mm-hmm. so much on the science part. It was the the there was a lot of people who seemed to be there to be against Trump, not to be mm. pro science. Well, I think they already had the signs and like, well, gotta do some again. I saw people with t-shirts from the previous marches yeah. Yeah, and yeah. everything. Anything with a march involved <laughs> mm-hmm. is always political. Yeah, I feel like it, even with the women's true. march, like it's not necessarily there's one issue like they're fighting for a certain like equal pay or something. Mm-hmm. It's just like, hey, fuck the government. I'm here walking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. And are, you know, maybe in the end of the day, New York. just because a march is a certain topic doesn't mean. I mean for, well, for one thing, it doesn't mean everyone there is representing some unified position. That never can happen. And mm-hmm. I, I get a little annoyed on the other end too when people blame marches. You know, like if something bad happens at a march or something, or mm. or they like see sign one pollution. sign. Yeah, they see a sign, and then it's like, oh, that's uh, you know, that sign shows the whole group is horrible. Mm-hmm. You know, but. So how, what was your experience like? Oh, it was nice. Everybody was very polite. Do you have a sign? Uh, no, no. Uh, my girlfriend made signs. Mm-hmm. She had very clever signs. People even like took pictures with her sign, maybe nice. because of her. But it was, it was also nobody yeah, gave her signs. Very, she, she does it for a living, so it's oh. kind of unfair. <laughs> oh, I just show do? up. She do uh, she's a copywriter. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Very clever. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, I liked a lot of the signs. They were really funny. Yeah, um, it seemed like a lot of like what people were kind of there also to 
do is just see other people's clever signs. Uh-huh. Like take other people. Like okay, mm. is this really okay? I don't know. That was my first first march, so it was kind of an interesting experience. These marches mm-hmm. are like things now. It's like the uh, West Hollywood Halloween parade. It's just fun yeah, to right, kind of go yeah. to the festivity, <laughs> take a yeah, kiss, just go to drink and party. I swear, like that's that's what. I know so many people that went to like the women's march just because their friends are going, and it's like, yeah, I'll go hang out. Why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We do. We could make a lot of money walking around, like selling merch and like, oh, there's drinks. Tons of, oh, there was oh, tons. Yeah. Of there's that. tons of people yeah. making a lot of money. Off mar- these. Huh. Oh, there's there's yeah, people making were... a living off marches. Ironically, yeah. there were taco trucks on every corner. That's legal. Oh, though. Yeah. We're talking about Bacon selling like Molly yeah. at these oh. marches. Some Molly at these marches. Well, speaking Nerf. of merch, Christian got some shirts that you designed these, or you go for designers? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I designed oh, them. Dope. Well, actually, yeah. I, I stole them from the JPL logo thing. But uh, yeah, flight yeah. hardware, right? Yeah. So, so we put this sticker on everything that's going to be housing something that's going into space. So, if you do guys, if you guys go to JPL, they um, like you know on the tours and stuff like that, they'll have tons of these stickers everywhere. Like small like. and big, right? Yeah, just like yeah. hey, just let you know. This is something very sensitive. We want to be careful around it. Um, so I saw that. I was like, hey, you know, that would be super cool. And pretty much only JPL people would buy this. Right. So I like went on this whole expedition to like basically get the JPL store to make it. it. And they, they thought it was not cool or whatever. So then I basically made it myself. And, and now you're selling at the Science March. Well, yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> that, that would have been cool. It's, so, it's too narrow. No, actually. but it's very yeah. cool. It's like the niche stuff that like people collect. Right. You know? yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is limited cool. edition. And the thing is, I couldn't put the JPL logo on it. It was supposed to have like JPL underneath. I had to take that off. Yeah. Oh. And I can't make any money off of it. Because oh. so, for, for people yeah. that are serious about science to have those stickers... Yeah, like that would be so cool to actually have those. I'll just yeah, stick I on everything. Yeah, I got a NASA coffee house. mug, and it's awesome. Oh yeah, <laughs> actually, yeah, when I went to visit Hakeem speaking and, of stickers, uh, Washington D.C. Do you guys want some stickers? Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh my god. Who loves stickers? This is. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. Yes, that's awesome. What's going on here? So, so, so these are the stickers that. Uh, oh shit. JPL's um, <laughs> like their graphic arts department actually is like really stepped up their game recently. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and now they Proxima have all these like City cool College. Stuff. That's pretty dope. What's this? What's this one with the little long and yeah. short dots? Yeah, the Explorers. Ah, yeah. So so that's a representation of is this the, the wheel? yeah, of the the Mars MSL wheel. So it says <sighs> JPL, right? Uh y- y- yes, actually. Yeah. So that's the other so cool. Can you explain for Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. so so basically the uh, I'm, you know, unfortunately I'm not an expert in the wheel situation, but basically uh, what JPL initially wanted to do was put JPL in the wheel. So as they're rolling, they're stamping out JPL so they can find out like, oh, we've gone 20 feet because it's rolled X amount of times or whatever. Oh. So yeah, so it's actually, it's kind of cool. Um, but then NASA, like NASA kind of has this thing about like not having its NASA centers have identity in that way. Mm-hmm. So NASA shot it down. And mm. then JPL came back and they were like, hey, we got this really great idea. We're going to put these holes in the wheels and the hole is going to take the sand that builds up and dumps the sand out. And NASA's like, that's a great idea. Do it. Except. Except it was Morse code for JPL. <laughs> yeah, but I, even except I, apparently the wheel needs a redesign is what Well, yeah. Well, and you know, another thing about that think, hole, which uh, kind of. I think Bobic is he's going to come and talk oh, to cool. us. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. So, so it turns out that uh, those holes, that area that has the holes, actually, as it's rolling, the part that's like when the holes actually become in con- come in contact with Mars, it loses like forty percent traction just mm. for a little bit. But it's kind of an unforeseen. 
kind of thing. But, but the, those Firestone recalls, except right. it's, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, space. It's, and they're, they're ridiculously thin. And mm-hmm. so I guess they, and they they're were... kind of being breaking up. And yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, they're, they're, they're getting they're... shredded and stuff like that. But it's, it's actually kind of interesting when they discovered that they were going to be all, they're getting all jacked up and stuff like that. Um, they did this whole test campaign where they're like, okay, well, we have to figure out how far these things will really go. And if we, especially if we put them over a bunch of sharp rocks like that's doing now. Um, so then they went and like, you know, basically had like a, I don't know, put three of them on like an arm and just had them go around in a circle for a, a really long time. And uh, they, they wanted to make sure that if they did break off, that it didn't just like break off. So like the inside part just like got stuck there and like shredded on everything. Spokes, yeah. yeah. So they've uh, they figured out a way to break it off so it didn't do that. And like they've 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 ensured that they can go for a lot longer, which is really cool. Um, but the next ones that design are actually going to be thicker. <laughs> oh. It's like, oh, well, you know, they were really nice and light and all this kind of stuff, but, you know, longevity. Well, I guess they're considering going over sand dunes. They're like, oh, okay, that, how hard could that be? And then they find <laughs> out that, you know, as with anything, when you actually go there, they're like, oh, actually, this is like hard pack with mm-hmm. spiky rocks. I'm like, ah, crap. How so. much of Mars have we touched? Oh, not a whole lot. Well, if you take the surface area of each rover and then yeah. you see how far they've driven. Yeah. So we touched it enough because somebody, Stephen Colbert pointed this out. We drew a dick on Mars mm. with the rover. <laughs> really? That's really? the first thing yeah, you do. Yeah. Wait a minute. I think not it's actually purpose. a calibration. No, not yeah. on purpose. Oh, I bet they didn't draw a dick on Mars on purpose. <laughs> like, there. have we, well, there's a lot of stuff we haven't seen on Mars, right? Like, we've only, well, like Mars, Mars was uh, 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 Earth. Still, we've probably only seen them America or something, or no, is that, have we seen everything? They're all yeah. little different areas. There's a difference there. between what we've landed on. There's a there's a great uh, orbital craft called the Mars ah. Mars Reconnaissance Orbiter. Um, but anyway, Mars Reconnaissance Orbiter is actually just goes around and it takes photographs of the surface, and they are amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, in a lot mm-hmm. of ways, they're better than some of the maps of Earth. I believe it's a little bit closer, for example. And wow. Well, so, so actually, I think what, what did it for me is that there was a, uh, I was in a meeting where they kind of showed a picture from, like, the Mars orbiter or whatever, and they're like, okay, so this spot over here, which is like this, like, pixelated thing, is a rock that's a meter in diameter. And then they're like, okay, now we're going to show from Mars Curiosity the same rock. And it was just like, holy crap. <laughs> like, oh. you cannot tell a whole lot about the surface until you're actually there and you have something looking at it. So it's like it. Google Maps, you got the bird's eye view and then you drop the little yellow guy yeah, on top right, and right, then you right. see the building. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. street view. So it's go. actually kind of neat because the, view, yeah. the other project I'm working on is the Europa Lander stuff or Icy World Lander. Mm-hmm. And well, that, it's the same kind of thing. They they have no idea what the surface looks like. It's very similar to is like that canceled biking. Or not? I can't I, tell. I don't know. I, I don't know. We're, we're still kind of because I want to work on it. I want to join the team. Yeah, so, yeah. It's, no, it's Kevin, you're cool. going to dedicate yourself to the podcast. <laughs> All right, well. Kevin, are you still unemployed? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean that. I mean, like, are you? What's what's yeah, going on? Because I'm am, sure you you can find a job anytime you want. Yeah, I'm I'm pursuing some very exciting options. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really like being unemployed too. It's yeah, fun. dude. This is cool. What is Proxima City College? Proxima B. You made that up. You made so that Proxima up? Because I'm telling people that I went to college there. Yeah, good. good It'll make good. me look smarter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can <get> a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> With a giant space creature yeah. on the... Uh, that's pretty cool. All right, Christian, thank you for being on the show. Yeah, this thanks very a lot. exciting. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Woo! Hope so, to yeah, see it a feels future. Really good. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's actually like Christian's actually one of the guests. Like I understand what he's talking about. Yeah. I'm sure everybody has smart things and 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 good things to say, but it was very, like I oh, get nice. it. You, you dumbed it down to my level, which is great. That's yeah. the level that I understand it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Catch me out on, on Twitter, KP Hickerson, funny, Jimmy, Asian, funny dude. Asian dude. 
Griff. At Griff Pippin. At Griff Pippin. This has been Surely You're Joking.